RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock on Benche, the top stories. There are tense scenes as police attempt to stop gatherings marking the anniversary of major clashes over the extradition bill. Beijing's top official here says those calling for an end to one-party rule are the enemies of Hong Kong. And G7 leaders meeting in England say they're setting up an alternative to China's Belt and Road Initiative. There have been tense moments in several parts of the SAR tonight as police attempt to prevent any mass gatherings to mark the second anniversary of the key date in the anti-extradition movement. Over a thousand officers were deployed and some sealed off part of the Causeway Bay pedestrianized area after calls went out online for people to gather there. Police have also warned black-clad people against throwing rubbish into pavements in parts of Mong Kok this evening, saying their actions disrupt public order. In the past hour, large numbers of police have entered the Langham Place Mall after people were heard chanting slogans. At least one person was taken away by officers. This date in 2019 saw major clashes in Admiralty on a day when LegCo had been due to debate an extradition bill. Beijing's top representative in Hong Kong says people calling for the end of one-party rule are the SCR's real enemies. Luo Huining also says no one knows the value of the principle of one country, two systems better than the Communist Party. Timmy Sung reports. Speaking at a forum, the liaison office chief Luo Huining said people who reject the party's leadership on a one-country, two-systems policy and who attempt to turn Hong Kong into a pawn in geopolitics or a tool to suppress China are destroying the fundamentals of one country, two systems. He said they were the real enemies of Hong Kong's prosperity and stability. Mr. Law did not name any parties or individuals, but the organizers of the annual candlelight vigil to commemorate the Tiananmen Square massacre have been calling for the end of one-party dictatorship on the mainland for decades. The Beijing official said no one knows the value of the one-country, two-system principle better than the Communist Party, and no one is more adamant about safeguarding the policy's original intent than the party. He said the facts will prove that protecting the party's leadership is in Hong Kong's interest. The forum was organized by the Central Government's various offices in Hong Kong as part of an event to mark the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party. The Hong Kong Alliance, in support of patriotic democratic movements of China, has said it's not going to stop calling for an end to one-party rule in the country. Its secretary is Richard Choi. The Hong Kong Alliance, we've been already more than 30 years in Hong Kong as a uh, legal entity. We have long been upholding the uh, principle of peaceful, rational way and uh, acting in a lawful manner to come up with uh, the actions uh, of the Hong Kong Alliance. So we definitely, uh, in view of the recent situation, would uh, carefully to analyze any political situation incurred recently uh, to see how to move forward. Health officials have reported three new COVID-19 infections, all of which are imported from Indonesia. Two of the women carried a mutated strain of the coronavirus. The three, all of whom work here as domestic helpers, were on the same Cathay Pacific flight originating in Jakarta. Cathay flights from the Indonesian capital have, as a result, been banned for two weeks. It's now five days since the last locally transmitted case. 
EU leaders attending the G7 summit in Britain have agreed to launch a massive spending plan for infrastructure investment in developing countries to counter China's growing global influence. President Biden said he wanted the Build Back Better World plan initiated by the U.S. to be a better alternative to the Chinese program. Beijing has invested billions of U.S. dollars around the world in its Belt and Road Initiative. Here's the BBC's Nomia Iqbal. This is the thing that Joe Biden wants to push up again. So they have announced this multi-billion dollar plan, which they say is a higher quality alternative to China's Belt and Road Infrastructure Project. It's going to cost billions of dollars. There will be a question of who's funding this. The administration has said in the past that it doesn't want countries to pick between uh, China and America and other countries. And I think the question is, will his European allies get on board? Because... I can't imagine that, that European countries will want to have Cold War with China. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Back locally, high-profile activist Agnes Chow has sent a brief first message to her supporters on the day of her release from prison. Ms Chow did not speak to supporters or the media on her release from Thailand Correctional Institution this morning, but wrote in an Instagram post that a painful six months had come to an end and she needed to rest, as her body had become weak and thin. She was convicted over a protest in 2019, as Sean Kennedy reports. Thousands of people laid siege to the building in Wan Chai on June the 21st in 2019, demanding the withdrawal of the government's extradition bill and also calling on police to stop describing the protests as riots. The crowd blocked the building's entrances with some protesters vandalising walls and smashing surveillance cameras, but there were no serious clashes with the police. Chow's fellow activists Joshua Wong and Ivan Lam were also jailed for their roles in the protest. Chow also admitted inciting people to join their demonstration as well as taking part herself. The chairman of the Equal Opportunities Commission has warned that companies which introduce unreasonable policies to push staff to get vaccinated could face legal action. Ricky Chu made the comments amid warnings from a top hotel that it would introduce cutbacks if staff failed to get the jab and a private club's policy of refusing bonuses or pay rises to unvaccinated staff. He said the policies might be easier to justify in industries such as tourism and catering, but bosses would have a harder job making the case for refusing bonuses or firing staff. If your measure has only a narrow outlet for the employee to comply, then it may easily be challenged in law. If you are going to compel an employee to vaccination, then you must have a strong reason that if not vaccinated, then it will cause very serious damage to your business and that there is no alternative. If there are alternatives, then you should try to accommodate the need of the employees if they are reasonable. Banks, accountants, lawyers and more industries are getting exemptions from the government's plan to tighten public access to Hong Kong's official business database. But officials are refusing to extend the exemption to the media. The authorities changed their plan after some companies said it would weaken accountability and transparency and increase the danger of fraud, corruption and money laundering. The exemption list has now been expanded to include securities and insurance companies, property agents and others. 
To sports now, and in the European Championships, the first action of day two is already concluded, with Switzerland and Wales drawing one all. There's a big moment an hour from now for the nation of Finland. Their national men's team features in a major international competition for the first time in their history when they take on Denmark in Copenhagen. Captain Tim Sparv says it'll be a special moment. It's so amazing for uh, for everyone who's who's a football fanatic in our country because you know as you know we're we're a country that has a long tradition of, of uh, ice hockey. We've been really you know one of the best in the world when it comes to hockey. But you know football's progression the last uh, the last decade has been immense, uh, and only recently we you know we qualified for the major championship with the men's team we also qualified with the women's team and we also qualified for uh, for our with our futsal team so it's been a very very successful period for uh, for football and futsal in our country and uh, yeah it, it's great because there's a lot of people who has a, a great deal of passion for for the game and, and you know to see the fruits of your labors it's it's the best Later, Belgium take on Russia. In tennis, the women's final at the French Open is finally poised, with Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova of Russia and unseeded Czech Barbara Krejcikova at one set all. In the men's tournament tomorrow, Stefanos Tsitsipas becomes the first Greek player ever to feature in a Grand Slam final. He takes on Novak Djokovic, who pulled off an epic victory against defending champion Rafael Nadal, winning in four sets over a grueling four hours of action on court. Djokovic gave this reaction to his victory. Definitely the best match that I was part of ever in Roland Garros for me and top three matches that I ever played in my entire career. Considering quality of tennis, playing my biggest rival, you know, on the court where he has had so much success and has been the dominant force in the last 15 plus years, and the atmosphere which was completely electric. And to end the news, the top stories again. There are tense scenes as police attempt to stop gatherings marking the anniversary of major clashes over the extradition bill. Beijing's top official here says those calling for an end to one-party rule are the enemies of Hong Kong. And G7 leaders meeting in England say they're setting up an alternative to China's Belt and Road Initiative. The news from RTHK.
Especially if you're going to be uh, flying around the skies on a Saturday night, like Bon Jovi. There's something about you, I want to risk you, I don't even know you, so what does that mean? Maybe I'm cynical, painfully logical. Tragic and beautiful, that's good enough for me. 